just making making myself lovely, comfortable in car and take oh, I don't know. Gone down the roof. In Yorkshire tea. Um yeah, Dale's, Dale's currently getting his, uh, getting his coat off, getting, getting ready off. for the episode. I've taken mine off because it is so mm-hmm. warm. And people going past will probably think that's a young couple about to enjoy uh, a little private time, but we're not really. Um, although Andy does have that metrosexual look about him in his. Uh, oh, I can't remember who they are. It's a stylish, stylish designer brand t shirt. And for some reason, I think it's pressure from being on the air. The name of the brand has gone past. Yeah, not really, not really sure. Dale's got an Adidas top on. Um, Adidas, yeah, of course. Dale tonight has got a some kind of bandana on his head. So it's um, some kind of bandana. It is what it is. Looks like a patient in a hospital. Um, anyway, thanks, mate. Um, so welcome cut, back. Cut, cut the back of my head. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, welcome back to um, episode eleven of Turning Thirty. Um, Double figures and uh, quadruple listeners now. Yeah. Um, We've oh. had a we've had a nice uh, cup of joe in the form of McDonald's hot chocolates, uh, which has come back. Obviously, I'm allergic to milk, so my stomach starts swelling straight. Well, away. why didn't you say that we wouldn't have bought them? Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, struggle to get any other options at McDonald's sometimes. Um, well, the lassie on the till was new. Yeah, she struggled, but you give her. You, you asked for hot chocolate. I'm surprised it came out as hot chocolate and not a cup of tea. But hey ho. Um, yeah, so it is um, episode eleven. Like I said, double figures for episodes as of last week. So eleven, amazing, and quadruple listeners. That is that is how that's how well we're doing at the minute. Do you think it's getting? We've both got coats on tonight. Do you think it's getting cold outside? Well, if we've taken our coats off, probably not, mate. No. I've got a little song. Oh, this okay. Is a, this is a song. And this is from. Um, we're doing a little bit of crooning. I think this is from Royal Family. Right. Okay. Um, when it's cold and stormy, you're feeling a little sick. Cuddle up nice and warmy, play with your little dick. Um, I don't think that's from Royal Family. I can't remember what that's from. I'm sure Vicky will look that up. Um, that was some kind of comedy song. And that was an ambulance going past. That was the sound of uh, one of our listeners dying from uh, Andy's song. Um, anyway, Andy. <laughs> so um, we'll start tonight. I'll place my love beneath the stars. That was a famous quote by who? Beth Midler, Wind Beneath My Wings. No, David Boy. Oh, well. Close enough. Um, Both actors. One was in Labyrinth, one was in Hocus Pocus. Brilliant. Thanks yep. for that, Dale. Fun fact. That's a, that's a true fact. Oh, and we've just got something in the car telling me I was correct. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was awkward. <laughs> Um, where are we tonight, Dale? Do you want to give a clue? <clears throat> so the clues tonight, um, I'm going to say it as it is. We've got the shining bright lights of, um, I don't know if they're Christmas decorations or what. Illuminations. We're not on Blackpool, but yeah. But they are illuminations. They are illuminations, yeah. We don't want to mislead our faithful followers. But yeah, we've got illuminations, got some lights in the distance, got a couple of other lights, some cars parked up. It's a bit chilly. You might be able to hear the sound of the sea. Ooh, clues. There you go. We'll reveal at the end. Andy, do you want to chuck a clue in? Um, the Black Pool of the Northeast. Yeah. That's my clue. That's that's a fairly ominous clue because I wouldn't have classed this as the Black Pool of the Northeast, but uh, each to their own. Um, but yeah, illuminations, sound of the sea, Black Pool of the Northeast. Where are we? Answers on a postcard, and at the end of the show. Yeah, Certainly. and this year, this week, if you do get it right, the prize will be um, a McDonald's Big Mac, which we're giving away. But you do have to go and buy it yourself. That's not really a. It's not really a prize because you 
just going to have to buy it yourself. But they've done it. I think they've got a festive Big Mac out as well. I haven't tried that. Which is good. I think it's probably a... I think it's a three-tier Big Mac. Mmm. Um, as opposed to, what, two-tier? Two-tier. Two-tier Big Mac, right. Yeah, very nice. Got a shout-out for this week's show as well. Um, Love I... the shout-outs in there. <laughs> I'm like Tony Blackburn. Shout-out. Shout-out? Vicky has some people visiting from Gibraltar. Um, family members, obviously. Um, because of the current COVID situation... They were intended to visit for a short period of time and now won't likely be back home until December. Um, but they are UK residents. She wanted me to point that out. Um, so that's our listener, Vicky Barrett. Um, quick shout out to some people because I didn't read the message properly. I don't see if there's any names in it. Some people who are relatives who are over from Gibraltar for a visit. So, do you remember? I tell you what, just on the subject of this, and it's just random. Yeah. Do you remember when the Icelandic volcano happened? I mean, it's pre-COVID, so obviously this was like the, the first crisis and you know, flights were ground to a halt and that, and you'd have people like, oh, well, I'm, I'm on holiday. Were in we like, not in year know. eight when this was going on? Oh, Jesus, well, definitely. I think it was definitely at school, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure we were in year eight because we weren't allowed to go outside at one point because of the rain. That's Chernobyl, isn't it? It was similar. It right. was similar. You weren't allowed to go outside because they were worried about, poli- I think it was some kind of um, the ash pollution. I just remember the stories of people being like... Um, They'd gone on a like holiday to Malaga and the flight back home to the UK had been cancelled because of volcanic ash and uh, it took them a few weeks to get back. So it's kind of a forebear to what's been happening this year really because we've had that on a grander scale worldwide, the sequel. Anyway, Andy, what's been happening in your week? Oh, before we do... Let's get the jingle. Let's get the tickle on. Oh, hold on. As usual, that's the jingle down because we have um, obviously drove here in the Ionic. We don't plan this well enough. Yeah, hold on. It's the jingle up. Hold on. Welcome to Turner 30. This is episode 11. This is episode 11. Smashing. Andy, go. Um, I'll tell you what has been happening this week. Um, actually, we have got a sponsor. Oh, fucking great. Right. Um, so, this week's um, proud sponsor Things You Can't Do in Covid. Still not a sponsor, Andy, but okay, fire away. Um, specifically, right. sharing drinks. I thought that was kind of a common sense thing. There's a woman walking past now. She's she's probably just having a look and thinking, oh, they're a cute couple. Uh, but yeah, sharing drinks. Can't share drinks in COVID. Um, um, I'll tell you what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Specifically, again, uh, word of the day. Alcohol. I'm, I'm talking about empties. Empties. Yeah, this will be a this will be this will be something which I think it was probably going to be last seen in a younger generation, our generation, but a younger younger generation after COVID is not mm. going to experience this. Right. This was the act of walking about a nightclub. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Just Ooh. <laughs> swipe that. Yeah. Half pint left there. <laughs> Having that. Goes a lot down. Short of money. Somebody hasn't drank that short. Drinking that. God knows what it is. Oh. And just going from table to table. And if you're, a, I'd say, like a seasoned pro in this, mm. um, which I heard about the other day, yep. which I never ever did. Um, because I, at the time, you know, when I was going out, like, drinking nightclubbing and stuff, mm-hmm. I was, like, an apprentice and stuff, and I always, you know, I had a weekly wage. Standard apprentice electrician or apprentice trades. I was doing all right. Rocking the nightclubs hey, and his I T-shirts t- hey, and that, you know. I, t- like... I tell you what, I was, do- I was doing all right at the time. I was doing all right. I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't really doing it, but I know that the, the pros who were doing it used to get a... Yves St. Laurent. 
No, it's um, um, Tommy Elfiger. That's the one, bastard. See, look at the little logo on my top right. as we, as we we jump off topic there. Little little logo on my top is yeah. Sure, I'll just reel that topic back in. Sorry, you get, them for get... Fi- you get them for fifteen quid in the outlet. Oh well, They're nice, nice lovely stuff. Um, but yes, yeah, so you'd go, you you know, you'd see people in nightclubs, and you know the season pros of this, what they do. They get a pint glass mm. and they go around and they fill up their pint glass with the empties of other people's drinks. Just to make it look a bit more authentic that they've actually bought it themselves. Total strangers, mm. and it'd be like a, a concoction. Was of there a name for them? Because I mean, once upon a time, well, there, was, there was a name for like a mixed drink, wasn't there? I can't I, remember what it was called. Like I, you just put any old shit in it. I, I th- for some reason, when I was thinking about this the other day and stuff, I was thinking it was called Sharken, but I don't think it is called Sharken. So, Vicky, if you could just use this time, you're probably at work right now as you listen to this episode, maybe go on Google, but in your own time, um, and uh, tell us what this is, where you just get a drink which has got all sorts of shit in it. Of, um, of other people's, of drinks, other people's drinks, drinks in a yeah. nightclub, and you'd, have a, and you'd have a really cheap night. But obviously, after COVID now, I don't think anybody's going to dare do it. I don't know. I think there's still those crazy guys out there who'll be like, I don't wear a mask. <laughs> hey. Why Why not just, you know, I'm drinking take, that. Take a risk, innit? It's half a burg left on the ground outside at this hospital. Good to read that. On the subject of food. Yep. Take a look. Can you spot the error on the sign over there that says takeaway service? Um... Takeaway service. So uh, currently, um, as we look out onto the front of some sort, I'm not going to give it away where we're at. It is takeaway service, collection, delivery is spelt wrong. Yes, collection and delivery. Um, which is the education system. Yeah. Um, so if you're, if, you, if you're in this part of the world, we've got a takeaway service. It doesn't suggest who it is. I'm get, I'm not going to name the business because, to be fair, it might sound you know offensive to them. But they've got themselves a sign here, a nice big sign with a phone number on it. I can only tell it's for them because the phone number matches. They haven't bothered to put it on this sign. But they do offer uh, service for collection and delivery, which is how they've spelt delivery. The education system wins once again. You'd have thought that they've actually... Fucking check that before they put it out. Do you know what? It annoys me that. That irritates me because Just that's... Just do that. That's, that's not even that. You've put a sign up for your business and you've spelt one of the words on the sign wrong. Why? Why would you leave that? That's just, you know... I'm not like the grammar police, you know, but that that there... Oh, Andy. Oh, it's, it's... delivery, for God's sake. Well, you know, those that's it, that same person is probably... Dra- I would say written that was probably prolific in the in the game of drinking empties um, <laughs> and still probably drinks empties to this day or and that could be pronounced with an accent delivery head was probably messed up delivery now that works for me actually that's that's where they've got it wrong delivery but at least it's COVID safe yeah because it's yeah. it's advertising somewhere who does Italian food oh well there you go so that, that makes sense it's takeaway so service. how they say it that's how they've written would it. they say collection though like that so takeaway service. We'll have to take a picture of this sign. So, well, actually, I don't know if we can. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we'll take a picture of the sign, put it on the Instagram so you can get in on what we're actually looking at here. But takeaway service, collection and delivery. Yeah, thanks still for that. Um, that Mario. Perfect. Excellent. Yeah, perfect. a lot of stereotypes. They're brilliant. <laughs> Good stuff. Anything else about Italy you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about the margarita pizza? The margarita. Ferrari. Sakuchi. I don't know what that is. Nintendo. No, that's Japanese. Um, anyway, yeah, so uh, funny enough, I was talking to a friend about Italy the other day. I found out one of my friends uh, who I work with, he um, who should be listening to the show now as well, 
lad called Tom, lovely lad. He's originally from the south. We works with us up here now. And he told me he's uh, he's actually got Italian family. Uh, he's given me a good rating of uh, Naples, Napoli. It's apparently it's a lovely place, and I'm planning on going there at some point. I mean, you've been to Rome, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of it? Oh, I love Rome. I yeah. think I think, and I don't even sound. You know, the way that the way that when I went to Rome, um, delivery. Yeah, we got you. We, you got a little. We got a little apartment um, right near the. Oh my god! What's this? The Colosseum. Not near the Colosseum. Um, how bad's this? What's the what? What's the little um, the Trevi Fountain? The tre- yeah, Trevi Fountain. So, that, that landmark you forgot yeah, yeah, on your yeah. trip to so Rome. So literally, okay. we were we were a stone's throw away from the Trevi Fountain. <laughs> um, Probably not quite a stone's throw. But this throw. this was through Airbnb. Airbnb. You meant to chuck coins in the fountain, aren't you? Not um, yeah. Right. Chuck coins throw away from the fountain. But the only thing which annoys me as well about, about Italy, and it's like a lot of these places where they've become so touristy, um, you've got so many people just hanging about um, the Trevi Fountain, and they're going, just take your picture. And I'm like, no, I've got a, I've got a camera on my phone, That's so I don't to be, need... Yeah. Big and, in New York, that. Yeah, it's terrible yeah. for it. These people don't leave you alone. And you're like, oh, well, no, no, I, I've got my phone. It's fine. We can t- I can take a picture on my phone. Um, and they've got this, like, this old-fashioned big Canon camera. And they're like, no, no, we'll take, I'll take a picture. I'll take a picture. And I'm like, no, you're fine. You're fine. And they will not leave you alone. Yeah, and I've, um, I've seen I've not been to New York. Or they'll, or they'll, or they'll grab, your, grab your phone. Literally. Yeah. And they'll, they'll then want to take a picture... And the only way that you can get your phone back is money. <laughs> oh, yes. That's a bit like uh, our friends, the... Uh, I think we he calls himself the lucky man who sells uh, very cheap merchandise on the, the, the beaches of... We're still here, yeah. On the beaches of Spain. Um, he'd often come across with his, uh, his watches and such that weren't real and sell them to you for a premium. But, yeah... Um, it's it's a shame, you know. This is the thing about me wanting to go away, and I think me and Andy touched on this a few episodes back, where we wanted to do like a little trek around the world on motorbikes in the in the vein of Charlie Boomer and Hugh McGregor. A lot of places you visit to nowadays, because of what we call it's, it's the Instagram effect. People not just taking your phone off you to take a picture, and then you know getting money off you for that pleasure that you didn't want, but also standing in places and just just to get a photo or like. Going places they shouldn't. There's a big thing about um, tourists nowadays. Going places like entering areas they're not meant to just so they can get a picture. And I think the Trevi Fountain's one of them. When it's been closed, there's been people actually physically going into the fountain to get a picture taken. Um, and you see these guys like the influencers and that on Instagram well, do that. You, around like well, what they've had to do constantly around the Trevi Fountain that was all night as well because this it's it literally when we were there it always seemed to be seemed to be busy and I'm talking like. At one two o'clock in the morning, there were still people there, but they always had always had like a police presence to stop people getting into the fountain. You know, standing in the fountain taking pictures. Ridiculous. And if people were even getting kind of too close to the fountain and just about to kind of go in, the police were like literally there all the time. Um, but yeah, it's why it's better to go kind of off the beaten track nowadays for holiday. I've always fancied Iceland because although it's picking up popularity, it's still not quite. The Italy's of the world, where you know every one of their dogs going to to like get pictures taken and all this jazz. So that's that's my top tip. Iceland. Actually, don't go to Iceland because I want to go there. Currently, yeah. still open as well for the um because it's COVID safe. Is that true? 
Uh, Iceland, yeah, still open, yeah. So yeah. You still, uh, they're still doing home delivery as well. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> Rufflecopter. It's funny. I was going to say actually on the subject of Iceland, I was I was thinking you were being serious there because uh, it's funny because you'd be able to go to Iceland, but you can't cross the border into Scotland because it's illegal. Yeah, Nicholas. this is just been in the news. Yeah, Nicholas Sturgeon. Nicholas Sturgeon come right out like, well, we're pushing for independence and uh, at the same time uh, closing the border to the English, much like uh, I was going to say Steve Bruce, but it wasn't the name of the guy from uh, what was that film? Was it? What was he called again? You know, Mel Gibson. Um, Braveheart. Braveheart, that's the one. Braveheart, yeah. Just closing the border like bloody Braveheart. Well, keep the bloody English out, isn't it? That's keep the they... English out. I mean, I'm okay. I mean, I'm I'm what they call crossbreed because I've got Scottish parentage. I look so... more Scottish than you. Yeah, it's true. Well, actually, we both do, don't we? So I think we can somehow kind of like just put a kilt on and jump over the border and people will be like, oh, clearly Scottish. That's fine. With my beard, I look like a... One of those uh, guys who threw the stones uh, in the Olympics, yeah, or the Highland Games, and you just look well Scottish, mate. I just look Scottish. No yeah. doubt about it. You've got a face that looks like your, your surname would be like McBruce, Andrew McBruce, Andrew McBruce from Scotland, <laughs> Andrew McGoist. <laughs> can you remember? Can you remember? Um, I think it was in Glasgow, hmm. and it was like really random this one day, and it was a. It was a helicopter that just... It was a police helicopter that crashed into a pub. I don't remember that. No, but that, I, do, I do remember a different story, but I'll tell you that in a sec. This was a few years ago, and it was a... And I'm sure it was in Glasgow, and it was a police helicopter that crashed and landed on a pub. I think loads of people died, and it was just so, like, random. That, that's went darker than I was expecting. Loads of people died. Uh, yeah, what's, what's your story? <laughs> My story is slightly more beat. Um, it, I mean, it involves a terrorist attack, but all the same, it was more the result. Uh, into Glasgow City Airport. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a like, blazing inferno. It was a vehicle that was on fire. Yeah. <laughs> was it a security guard or someone at the airport tackled this terrorist? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Scottish way, isn't it? Yeah, he, he, the, uh, there's a really good thing. Uh, Billy Connolly did a bit on it. Um, and I think the, the terrorist drove into um, Glasgow Airport, and the way that the Scottish dealt with it, and this, you know, Glaswegian, um, I think, dragged the terrorist um, out of his car and started kicking shit out of him. <laughs> and it's all because he didn't have his passports to hand when he was going through customs. Uh, tackled, done. The no, Scottish. It, this, that was outside the airport, and obviously it was. Um, you know, it was a it was a guy. I think that was on a he's on his um, on a mission terrorist mission. Yeah. Mm. Um, speaking of pubs as well, mm-hmm. just quickly getting back to um, Vicky will find the name as well. So when you're drinking kind of dregs of people's drinks and stuff, having a really cheap night out, I used to go out with uh, a lass years ago, and she would like she says, oh, I go out and I spend only a tenner, and I was like, how do you spend only a tenner? And then I worked out that when she used to go out. You used to just drink dregs of people. You've got to be careful with stuff like this. I mean, there could be anything in there's, there's that story about people dropping there. Uh, was it not date rape drugs? What they're called? They put them in like the top of bottles and things like that. And oh, even spiked. Yes, that's the term I'm looking for. Spiked. So I mean, particularly, and I'm not obviously it can happen to men, so it's not a, a, a sex thing. I was spiked. Is that true? Yep. Wow, I didn't know that. Uh, the wife was. My wife um, had an experience that once. It's bloody horrible. I was, I was, um, so I was over in Newcastle, um, and I was at the 80s bar, um, 
disco bar and it was a Thursday night. So that was the time when, like, like I think like a lot of, like, student towns, like especially, like, Newcastle and stuff, like, the nights to go out to, like, Thursday. It was, like, Monday, like, Tuesday yeah. or something. Like, Monday, Thursdays, Wednesday, Thursdays. And, like, but... normal people go out on, like, a Friday and a Saturday. Mm. Um, but anyway, so I think, so it was, so me and my friend and Porter, we've talked about the podcast before. Love you, um, Porter. Hope you're still listening, bud. Yeah, so so we went out and, um, and we'd done, like, pre-drinking and stuff. We'd had, like... As usual, we probably would probably watch like Lockstock at Porters <laughs> to get fired up for the night. Because, of course, a, a nice little guy, Richie Gangster, films exactly what you yeah, want. Yeah, because we're get any himself. trouble, you know what I mean? Like, so you know how to handle yourself. Yeah, so we're ready. Vinnie Jones. Yeah, you know what I mean? So we're ready for the night. And we went out and we only got the kind of the 80s bar. And um, only, Jesus. I, had a, I think I had like a double vodka and Red Bull. And then we had like a few drinks. And then all of a sudden, I went port. I went, I, f- I just don't feel right. And I really didn't feel right. And honestly, I think I just trying to pass. I need to go home. And by the time I got in this taxi, I got in this taxi, I literally lost the use of my legs. I felt like I was going to be sick. I could barely like stand up. Mm. But the thing is, I knew exactly everything that was going on. That's awful. So I was like, I was fully, I was fully aware of what was going on. It was just more, just my body went to absolute mush, um, and I ended up driving, getting a taxi, and it dropped us off on the outskirts of um, the town that I'm from, Chelsea Street, and I was slumped over the dual carriageway um, barrier because I said, I said, you just need to let us out here because I literally, I was worried about being sick in this guy in a taxi. I thought. I thought, oh, God, this guy's going to kick off and make his let us out. And I got out of the taxi and I just slumped on the barrier. And I think I ended up having to ring. It wasn't my mum. I think my auntie had come and picked us up. And this was like 2 o'clock in the morning. I was in a right It was right summertime. Yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't so bad in terms of the weather. But yeah, but I was I was in a real bad way. And it's, I, it's a I was scary thought. For like two days after Because that. you think about um, the stories you hear of people. I mean, I'm going to say again, it is mostly women who seem to be affected by this. It does happen to men, obviously, but... To think that you know what's happening as well, it, that's that's a new dimension. That's what happened, what happened to my wife? Was um, at a um, this was before we met, so um, she was about oh, I think she said she was about 18, um, and she'd gone to a function. Um, oh, function, it was a function. She was she was a she won't mind me telling you this, but she was um, from a rural community, so it was like a young farmer's thing. Nice. Um, she'd gone there, and it was um. Uh, somewhere I can't remember which part of the the county it was in, but anyway, she'd um she turned up to it, you know, she, night was going fine. Um, long story short, uh, much in the same way you've described there, she started to feel that way. Um, unfortunately for her, she was able. So to, so so it should be in a barn, a barn dance. No, it's not Kentucky, mate. It's like Sedgefield or somewhere. Oh, right, so she'd been she'd been Fucking Sedgefield barn dance. Why don't they say that young farmers? Yeah, but I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not fucking what's he called, the right. So anyway, so she, so she'd been, she should been in the barn. We're not, we're not talking about Billy Ray Cyrus. And what, and what, and she had a, she had a few. Yeah, she obviously had a, a couple of just. Right, so she'd been in the bar. She'd had a few drinks. Yeah. Um, and then if more, of the, more of the same. She's explained it as, as the way you described it, that way. It's like just lost her use of the legs, felt sick, <sighs> over and just frightened, been aware. But fortunately, first she had, a, I think she had a brother come pick her up, um, 
And it's the thing, it's, it, it's the sort of thing just going off the description you've given there and the description the wife gave. That's got to be horrible for anyone who's been in that situation where worse things have happened. And um, I don't condone, I think it's sick if you, particularly those, there's a lot of predators, is the best way to describe them, who are in those situations who do the whole drugging thing and you know exactly what they're there for. And it's just, it's disgusting. Um, but yeah, awful. Awful experience, I'd imagine. I've been lucky never for that to happen to me, but I think most uh, people of the opposite sex take or took one look at me and went, yeah, he's definitely gay, and decided not to drug me. Um, just because <sighs> it's the way I used to dress. Um, gay? It's just the way I used to dress. I remember um, there was a picture, and I wish I had it, um, <laughs> of me wearing um, this top I had back in the day. It was like a granddad-style shirt, right? And it was so tight-fitting. <laughs> I mean, people always used to tell me the way I dressed looked kind of camp. And it's like, yeah, but I didn't realise at the time it was one of those things. You know, when you're in your early 20s and you decide to dress a particular way. Um, I th- I th- <laughs> I'm going to get you out of this deal. I still think you can be spiked if you are gay. So, yes, to be honest, that's the point. protect yeah, you your drinks. It. Just be careful. I'm terrified when I do have kids and then my kids have to go out. And it's probably still going on. Um... But yeah, just be careful with your drinks. Yeah. Um, don't know how we kind of went off that. I don't know where um, that No, but it, we got onto that through drinking dregs of drinks. Yeah, so don't drink empties because, I mean, even after COVID, you know. Yeah, after the COVIDs and stuff, you know, and, and I think it's probably something that um, won't go on. But I, I always remember, I've been, so we'd been in um, in Sunderland on a night out and stuff. And, and obviously we knew the crack about empties and stuff. So... I was out with my friends, Matty, I'm not gonna mention his second name. Um, but we went to the toilet and we went into we just we, we both went to the toilet together, but anyway so we, As you do. Yeah, yeah. the toilet together. Ladies. Um and Matty had a pint glass and then filled it up with urine. Um From his looked, own penis. Yep. Um and it looked like cider and then just stuck it on a table and he went, We're leaving and I went, Are we? And he went, <laughs> Yeah, he went, someone'll drink that. <laughs> So honestly, some poor buggers then went into, you know, I think it was probably the glass spider in Sunderland at the time. Probably went the glass spider saying like, oh, there's a full pint of uh, warm cider and probably looks, had a slurp. Looks a bit crisp. Hmm. And it was, you know, a young man who'd, you know, probably had nothing to eat um, and it was dehydrated piss. Could you imagine if he just got a taste and was like, can I have another glass of this? And it's like, what is it? I think it's cider. <sighs> and he's drinking it at the bar and he's like, you know what? nah, it doesn't taste quite the same. Uh, have you got any more of this in the barrel? <laughs> you know, and it, and it, it wasn't me that did it, and but honestly, just absolutely disgusting. And it's things Not, that you do as like a young lad, and you think you're a, just one of the lads. I think um, you are on the point, right? Go on. I was going to tell you a little fact there. What's the fact, mate? Um, so more than so this was the first lockdown. Hmm. More than two hundred and fifty thousand Britons are drinking before midday in lockdown. I yeah, uh, I used to work as a um, as a bartender for a long time um, at our little local in Chelsea Street where we're from Wicked Gate how did that work then did you have drinks vouchers could you have, could you have a pint on shift no mate you couldn't have a pint on shift much you know the same I mean? not a drink at work can you imagine that oh just knock knock back a nice big glass of I don't know fucking whatever you've right. got right hold on like, right Guinness. set the same right it's a Saturday night it's busy the bar's absolutely ramped mm. I can remember you working at this bar yeah um, and it was really handy for me because you'd spot us there'd be a massive queue to go Andy and <laughs> I was like, honestly, the, the locals of Chester were like, really like, what is, what is going Who's on? Who's this? Who's yeah. this? Deal, deal, get, get us in. Um, but one thing I always wondered: 
you know, was there was there a time where, oh, you know, do you want a do you want a pint? You know, a little pint while you were doing your shift. Well, Andy, you didn't get drinks tokens, but yes, I did. Um, almost get the sack once for taking a drink on shift. So yeah. What did you have a drink of? I think it was Foster's, which is a shame, really, because if I was going to do it, oh, it was going to be drink. a bit naughty. Exactly. I'd have picked something Why else. Why did you have a Foster's? <laughs> well, it was the it was the closest handle to us. It was the closest tap. Um. So. And what? How did you drink it? Did you just pour yourself a pint? <laughs> Why not? Yeah, it was a pint. It was half. I mean, it was it was a full pint. That's a bit obvious. I think my boss would have definitely sacked. Was it other people point. doing it? No. So why did you decide to do it? It's, just it's, it's a bit like coming back to the Chiquito story. I just it's a bit sick of the shift, really. <laughs> and just thought all of it. I just thought, you know what? Have half a pint. Of this Foster's. is a bit wank. If anyone spots me, I'm having a pint. Or could it be a pint? Might be apple juice. No one needs to know. Obviously, it was clearly alcohol. Did someone spot you? Yes. Did I get in trouble for it? Yeah. Yes. And um, what was the talking that you had? It was kind of like, why? Um, well, why not? No, it's, it's barrels are there to be used. Um, obviously, I didn't pay for it. I think that was the biggest Hands problem. Hands in the tilling, it's stealing. Mm, maybe. So have half a pint of Foster's. Half a pint. Of all did drinks, you, did, I mean, did I should you actually drink it? Yeah. I mean, I wish I'd picked something else. Oh, now, God, if you're no. gonna, if you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna commit a crime, um, okay, I'll, I'll wear this carefully. If you're gonna decide to have a pint on shift and say you're currently a bartender. Don't do, do what just, I did. Just don't. Well, just do one for one, because you don't lose your job. And I don't want to take responsibility for you losing the job. But don't pick Foster's. At least go for the heavy stuff. Get some of that absinthe off the back of the barn and pour yourself a shot. <laughs> but anyway, the point I was going to make is um, that statistic, it, it's going to sound awful. It doesn't come as much of a surprise to me, because when I worked in that particular in that particular pub, um, we had... Um, locals in there i mean we used to open like something like eight nine o'clock we had locals in there drinking from 10 o'clock in the morning 10 o'clock in the morning same group um every day um breakfast club you say that but they were hung they normally hung around till four or five and it was worse on a friday mm-hmm. saturday because they'd literally be there for probably the uh, uh majority of the day and he's just getting a little message there could could uh, so could could they have a um could they have a so when would you serve them a pint Right, so 10 o'clock in the morning, someone rocks in. Is that the time you open in the morning? I think we were open from, from memory about 9. You can never pint at 9 o'clock in the morning. Didn't stop them. <sighs> I mean, hey, if they're legal age, we're not talking the in-betweeners here. They're not having to have a carvery with it, mate. They can actually, you know, have a pint. They're legal. I mean, they were all gentlemen who were, for want of a better word, getting on a bit in their 60s, 70s. But all the same, I mean... It's it's a scary statistic to have the, the idea is two hundred fifty thousand people taking a drink before midday, but it's not unheard of. There's people who go unknown every day drinking that early, and it's various different reasons: leisure, depression, God knows what. Um, so to, for someone to come up with that fact, that it's not even necessarily lockdown that's the cause of that. I mean, people have been doing that for God knows how long, having drinks before midday. It's not necessarily a good thing, but. You know, maybe they've only picked up on these now because they've gone. Let's use that in the newspaper because that'll get people to read it. Oh, scandal! That's a shock, shock factor, isn't it? Shock factor. It's the same with all bloody media, isn't it? You get those stories on the front. And, uh... oh, Not as usual. She hasn't done it in a while, but uh... really sorry about that, my mother. War Dicko's been trying to get in touch. Yeah, She's... and watch it. Right, any money, she'll try and ring again. Let's find she out. Won't, she won't take first. She'll try and ring again. Uh, yep. She'll let... yeah. Oh, there she is again. Yep, every oh, time. On the plus side, it normally is just the two rings. Um, we're going to find out if that happens again. 
So currently my mother is trying to ring while we're doing the podcast. This is the downside we're using a mobile phone to record um, our shows, but hey, or, you know. Dixie loves to try and ring. She's, she's going to listen to this, isn't she? We'll give her a shout out. Can we stop doing shout outs? I'm going to do it anyway. Deal. Love you, Dixie. I miss you very much. Uh, haven't seen you in a long time. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, a, lot of love, a lot of love for Andy's mum. She, she was like my second mum growing up. A lot of time for her. What do you mean stop doing shout outs? What's wrong? <laughs> I do. I was doing a shout out to Oon Healy. Where I was going to tell them the story on Instagram. Um, I've basically been going on uh, Oona oh, Healy's no. Instagram Deal. and just commenting, to be sure. Um, on everything, I don't right. know why, because it's not going to get us any attention. No, Andy, don't, you don't need you. You do not need any attention. To be sure. Um, but anyway, the, going back to the the drinking thing at the minute, I tell you what. So obviously, I've been getting into me running. Mm. Deal starts to run again on Saturday, Saturday after um, a couple of weeks off. I've, I'm doing like little runs at the minute. I'm not much of a runner, but I've been doing little runs to try and get myself back into it. So using that night run app. Um, to get rid of me. Other running apps are available. Yeah, but I'm getting trying to get rid of me dad belly. That's, How's it working? Off, that man? appeared. Um, yeah, it's absolutely solid, solid as fuck. Um, kills us every time I do it. Um, but I've been doing it. But one thing I have noticed, you know, like when you're running about, I have noticed you know the recycling bins. Mm-hmm. Is you run up them little green bins that you see outside people's houses. And if you look in people's backyards, absolutely full of brim with drink. Wow. Bottles of wine. Um. Cans of Carlin, Fosters. Fosters. You, you love a Fosters. Piss week if you want it. Yeah, Fosters. Um, always remind me of B.O. It's, 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 you know stinks. what? They say it's Australian, but I mean, I'd have thought the Australians would be a bit more hardcore than Fosters, but Amber Nectar. That's another thing. The Amber Nectar. Um, but obviously... It tastes rec- like a dishcloth. Them recycling bins at the minute um, are absolutely like... Absolutely even. Do you think that is a drinking problem people have, or do you think that's just kind of like people aren't? Oh no, bits? man! I just I think at the minimum, I I I honestly think I think you know because I think so many people are going through so much shit at the minute. I think that is it's almost like that's it's you know a lot of people's like you know coping mechanism. Well, is, how how are you feeling? Like how are you coping with it? Are you you know. What with with lockdowns Just and generally, stuff. like I mean, have, um, you, have you felt any different? Have you yeah, do you, you, you know what? I think I have like good days and bad days, but you know, the only thing that was keeping me sane is going to going to the gym and stuff like going to the gym, and but now they shut the gyms, so then I have to find something else. And I've always found my coping mechanism is gym or you know doing physical exercise like running. So I wasn't a running like years ago. And I dip in and out of it, um, but I've been, that's like my focus now. So as long as I kind of get a bit of running in, that kind of helps me. You'll be pleased to know that the uh, there's a Tory, um, 70 Tories on a, I think it's called the COVID Advisory Board or something, Task Force or something along the lines of that, who have actually put an open letter to Boris Johnson about things that they want to see remain open should a lockdown be extended or should be brought back in. And gyms is one of them. They've, they've said, do away with the 10pm curfew. They've said, unless there's any science to suggest it's actually working, it's pointless. This is Tory backbenchers who work under Boris Johnson. And it's the same with their gyms. I don't understand that. Why the hell would you say that, you know, you being in good shape and all that will stop you from getting the virus, but guess what? We're closing the gyms. No, but no, but, no, no, deal, man. But it's that's the elephant in the room, man. On all of these, on all of kind of the... You know when the when the government do you know get around the get around the telly for what um 
Matt, you know, Matt Hancock is going to tell you, you know, what Boris Johnson is going to tell you to do. At five o'clock, we all gather around the box. What's Boris got to say? And the elephant in the room is they never, ever talk about health. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing around it is stuff. It is, is health related. Yeah, it's keeping your immune yeah. system. You know, obesity is a big one. You know, keeping yourself fit and healthy and stuff. There was a statistic. Um, and they shut the fucking gym. statistic about that with uh, obesity, a lot of obesity deaths linked to COVID. And it's kind of like, well, yes, but is that not just because the people are unhealthy to begin with? I won't bore you with that kind of shit, bang. Mm-hmm. But yeah, shutting the gyms. Um, not the best idea. Um, given the fact that, you know, they're saying we need to be in better health, and yet that's the first thing they do. But fortunately, there are people in the government, this uh, advisory task force for COVID, who are wanting to push this out there, make sure it's adhered to, i.e. keeping the gyms open, getting rid of the stupid temporary curfew, and uh, opening non-essential businesses. Um, and I think they've, they've, there's, there's obviously people in government, fortunately, who have their heads screwed on, who are seeing that it's not doing anyone any good, letting them lose money. Um, who can't run their business and all that, because it's not necessarily going to protect you from COVID. You know, if if you've got a shop that sells, I don't know, paint closed because, you know, they only sell paint that's not essential, then leave it open. Still doesn't make a difference. Um, correct you on that. Okay, paint's an essential shop. I'm tra- I was trying to think something about um, that. I would say something like... Uh, uh, Sports uh, Direct. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's classes, that's classes not Hasn't Mike actually got around that one being essential? Nope. Okay. No, it's not open. Cool. Anyway, um... <laughs> This week's What Have Ye Got To Say is brought to you in kind consideration from our loyal lead researcher and uh, top listening buddy at the minute, um, Victoria Barrett. And it's a story. Temple? Yeah, we've been over there. I think we've Temple. Biggie Temple? It's got a proper winder up that. Yeah. We're going to see if this works. So do bear in mind, we might go off, but I'm going to be reading a story um, from Instagram, which I really should have prepared um, in writing. But um, I'm not going to lie. So, shit at my job. on this week's What Have Year Got to Say? Oh, it's still reading it as well. So, get ready to put your nightcaps on, kids, because I'm about to put you to sleep with me dulcet tones. This week's What Have Year Got to Say? Right, she's. Uh, I'm going to read this verbatim. Go on, big man. Which verbatim in Latin means as it was written. Nice. Uh, nice one. <laughs> Although, of course, Vicky will probably correct me on that. Picture the scene. Visiting family abroad in Gibraltar. I'm staying on a luxury five-star yacht hotel with my husband, six-year-old daughter. Done well. Yep. And seven, while we were there. So, obviously, he was older after that. Uh, We were in a very posh suite. We're not rich, my father-in-law's duty manager. Nice. Well, that's definitely a tip. Um, I wonder if she'll give us the name of this to see if we can get a deal. Not what you... It's not... not, Oh, my God. I've got this totally wrong. Um... (laughs) It's not what you know it's who you know. Close enough. Well done, Vicky. Our first day there is my son's birthday, so we have a day bowling, ice skating, topped off with a family meal with all of our Gibraltar family. I wish I was Gibraltar. Um, UK residents, apparently. Uh, all day, my daughter is complaining she doesn't feel well and her tummy hurts, but she's a warrior and carries on as normal, and we have our family meal. How come the birthday boy's cake? I don't know if she... I'm not going to quote on the, the grammar there. Chocolate, my daughter's favourite. Nice. She says she doesn't feel great and doesn't eat the cake. Never before had she turned down cake. Oh, my God. Cue being back in our super posh suites on the luxury five-star yacht hotel. Because it's both, obviously, it's a yacht and a hotel, just to get that in. Everyone is asleep, and I wake suddenly after hearing my daughter coughing from her bedroom. Sounds like a horror story. This is leaving us in suspense. I jump up and wake my husband up, saying I think she's going to be sick. 
say is the way it's written. It's on a different line. We jumped out of bed, and sure enough, she is just about to throw up. We quickly tried to get her to the bathroom, but it was too late. Uh, last week's poo story remind me of all this horror. Well, well there you go. Not to last week's poo story. Probably the week before now. She threw up all over the living room, our room, and also the bathroom. All rooms were closely connected. I suppose if you're on a yacht, it's kind of hard to get out of that scene, it's isn't it? Thing, is it? No. Well, this was a luxury five-star yacht, so it probably was. Yeah. We both went skidding in the sick, which was all over the tile floor and brilliant. Oh, God. <laughs> then the other end... <laughs> the other end exploded with what I can only describe as the most disgusting smell there's ever been. Brown, disgusting liquid everywhere. And I mean everywhere. I wonder what that is, Andy. Do you want to guess? It's not chocolate cake. It's shit. It's not chocolate cake indeed, my friend. I feel so bad for the poor cleaners who had to come in the next day. We did try and clean it up best we could, but all those towels... Well, you know, that's just lazy. We attempted to go out and last all 40 minutes before she did the same again, but I'm the, I'm, but I'm the street... I don't know what that means. Q four days of me and her being stuck in the hotel and couldn't leave due to her not being away from the toilet. It came to coming home, she had to wear a nappy and take a modium. Just try and get her home. Another Keeps two solid out, yeah. yeah it does. Another two solid weeks she had the shits for I'll never forget that smell. And she's kindly shared some beautiful images of what this um this five star it is on it's Jesus Christ, that is nice. It is on a yacht as well. Yeah, nice. That is I hope we can get a deal on that. Um, so, yeah, that ended abruptly. Um, we got some pictures, but that was this week's What Have You Got to Say, Andy? Commentary, right. go. Let's let's just let's just break it back there. Bring it back down. Right, so, you know, if we... So, initially, there was a... It was all time to get the chocolate cake. Kid turned it down. Mm -hmm. So, it wasn't caused off the cake. It must have been some kind of food poisoning... I'm going to say a bug, but most likely food poisoning. Are you suggesting that this um, luxury five-star yacht hotel was serving food with salmonella in it, Andy? It wasn't clean, was it? Ooh, Sherlock Holmes strikes again. Kid, 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 kid went very well. Do you think it was Moriarty in the in the kitchen cupboard with a little bit of, I don't know, anthrax just pacing do, all over stuff? And you, you know the thing with, with kids and stuff? Like, obviously, you know, bless her little and she's... The 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 kids just thought I need to be sick, and it, and as a kid, you're not thinking of like, oh my god, the repercussions of getting sick all over. It's just I need to be sick. I'm going to be sick. You know what? I I, I disagree, and, and with the greatest respect, I'm 31, and I'm I've got to be honest with you. I don't think of the repercussions. Of I knew sick. you wouldn't. You because know, it's a bodily function, right? I mean. If anyone's in that situation where do they... you not run to the toilet or do you just spray it out? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm just casually sat there, say, at a, at a nice little lad, you know, dining table in the middle of a hotel and decided to spew it everywhere. And of course, I try and make an attempt, but realistically, I'm not the sort of person, and this isn't being ignorant, it's just, it's something where it's a fact of life. If you're going to be sick and you do happen to spew up all over somewhere, apologise after you've got rid of the problem, is all I'm going to say. You can't stand there and not be sick because it just doesn't happen. And that's that's what I'm saying. So, you know, hey, bless her, she did what her body intended, and that was to be sick, to get rid of the virus. And shit all over the place. Yep, and shit all over the place. So oh. remember, space, face, something else. Still, that's got nothing to do with um, one thing, although, you know, when I was a kid, I always remember going to Salou on holiday with my mum and dad. Oh, I've been to Salou. Um, it's the only place abroad I've been to. This was... Port Ventura. 
did you go? I was Salou. Yes, Salou. It's a theme park in Salou. So there's a theme park oh, in Salou. Oh, no, no. I was, I was at Salou when Salou... It was, it was a mining oh, town. Oh, no, man. It was one of these places where... Costa Dorado, yeah. No, you'd go and book a holiday on Chesterfront Street mm-hmm. um, at Hayes Travel. This is exactly what we did. Um, Big um, shout out to Hayes Travel. I don't know if it'll still be open or survive after this. Anyway. <laughs> um, Honesty, why not? But we went to Hayes... Probably my mum and dad booked Hayes Travel. It was when my mum and dad were still together, so that's... This was before I was seven. Mm. Um, and I always remember waking up, me and my dad had spaghetti bolognese on the night, and I woke up in the middle of the night. No, it was on the morning. I woke up on the morning, and I thought I'd been beaten up. And I was lying there, right, on the bed. And I thought I'd been beaten up. And I was like, oh, I thought we've been, like, robbed. And I thought, oh, where's my dad? And I woke up, and my dad, like, was coming to the room. He says, you're going to... He says, how are you? Get in the bath. And I thought, what's going on here? Basically, what happened, I'd been sick in the night and not realised it. I'd been sick on myself. Mm. And the sick had dried. Oh. So it was like, so I thought it was like scabs of being beaten oh. up. So I don't know why I've been beaten up. But anyway, it was scabs of like sick. And I had to get in the bath. And I always remember that the hotel that we were in was basically on like a building site. Because at the time in Spain, Salou, there was loads of building going on. Like Probably more hotels. Oh, it was a big God. Tourist Honestly, it was, a, like, it was a big old like building outside. And I got in the bath. And it was that whole thing of like little bits. And I don't know as a kid, you know, it wasn't a, a, probably a super nice hotel. But I didn't like getting in the bath there anyway for the simple fact little bits of black used to come out the tap. Oh. Like little floaters in the water anyway. So I had to get in this bath. Not, not like good old Britain's sewer network, which makes it clean when it comes out. Ooh. I always remember, you know, and, and I got in this bath and I was like, my dad was like scraping the sick off us. And obviously then I hadn't realised as a kid, so I got this sick offers. And then my dad, like, from this day, my dad still talks about it, and he says, it was a mince. He went, it would have been, this is old mince, that, old mince. <laughs> Your dad being a butcher, of course, would know. Yeah, so it was basically old mince, so be careful sometimes on holiday, because meats and stuff are... Uh, not cooked properly. So obviously what Andy's trying to say, and I'll just reel this back in a bit, is we're not trying to suggest every holiday destination serves bad food, but if today's stories have been anything to go off, the cautionary tales about what can potentially happen when you're on holiday. <sighs> and the thing is as well, like Vicky's had to be cleaning like the sick and the shit up. But she couldn't be asked. She let the cleaner do that instead. Well, she had to go with the towels and stuff, mm. but that's the thing, some poor cleaner coming in, like at one point, I think we need to get... We will get a hotel cleaner on the podcast. I want to just have uh, that story. I think we're interested in the stories. Because some of them rooms are left. Well, given the last couple of stories we had, so we had obviously our touring guy on Panto pissing up a wall all over the carpet. We've got someone leaving uh, reams of shit and sick all over a five-star luxury hotel yacht. We've got you just basically, you know replaying the exorcist and vomiting all over yourself and pretend you're being beaten up, probably being possessed at some point by the devil, and then waking up to have to have a bath covered in crusty sick. But, but yeah, crusty sick, mm. but then... Do you know what crusty sick looks like? In my Heinz sandwich spread. No, what was that? So, right, sandwich spread in the jar, it's like it's got carrot in it and some other stuff. 
I swear to God, it's like you get in a little jar. It's delicious, but obviously after this you probably won't want to eat it. It looks like vomit. Does it still do it? Probably not. I haven't seen it for a while. It's not what I'd put in a sandwich now after mentioning that, obviously. But it looks like sick. I think if you were doing like um, a screenplay, I'm using the posh word, a film, and you wanted a, a believable prop to be sick. Movie. Movie. Use uh, moving picture. Use uh, sandwich spread. Heinz sandwich spread. I mean, other brands are available, but uh, sandwich spread works wonders. So it looks like sick. Salou. Um, and then the next day, I was out the back of the hotel. Our hotel was kind of a little bit on the beach. The back of the hotel, I was then playing in some warm water out the back of the hotel on the beach. Mm-hmm. And it was actually, my dad then pulled us out of that warm water because loads of kids were playing in it. The warm water was actually sewage water coming out of the hotel. Ooh. And I was playing that. So I probably, I could have got ill off the mince off the bolognese stuff, but it could have been off could playing have just in caught sewage a water. bacterial virus of some arrangement from... Piss water. But for um, a long for a long time, you know, a lot of um I think Blackpool didn't have a a sewage works for a long time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the hotels, the sewer the sewerage of Blackpool was getting pumped straight in the Yeah, sea. but to be found, Las Vegas didn't have sewage works for a long time, but they weren't expecting people to like bath in piss and shit. I mean that's that's terrible standards. I'm sure I'm sure that this is the problem. If you've got a city planner out there who's decided to build a new city and he's gone, I'll tell you what. We'll leave the sewage to last. I mean, no concerns there. We'll build the hotels and all that first. And then yeah, pump the we'll, shit on the beach. We'll, we'll put the sewage in last, and then we'll just, you know, see what happens. Sewage infrastructure. Sewage infrastructure, really bad. Um, But yeah, Vicky, thank you for this week's What Have You Got To Say? What Have You Got To Say? We'll be back again next week with another fun-filled story on episode 12. Um, if you've got any stories, and we'll do the socials now before Andy jumps in Go on. and interjects. If you've got any stories you fancy um, sharing with us, we'll be more than happy to oblige. Get in touch on the usual channels via Instagram, as our friend Vicky did there. Uh, turning 30 gram. That wasn't us going off the air. Or you can email us at turning30podcast at gmail.com. Andy's doing the emails at the minute because I still can't log in. Yep, what's the email? Uh, turn30podcast at gmail.com and I wasn't even listening there I was daydreaming <laughs> um, and also um, the YouTube channel is in the works um, so as soon as that's on we will put on the Instagram when it's up and running but keep watching out for that because we will have that up and running eventually we're, we're trying to work ways around that but anyway um, that has been unless Andy's got any other business uh, for today's meeting um, that has been um, Turning 30 Take it, that's a no That has been Turning 30 Episode 11 We're about to take a picture Or potentially a video Next to the Takeaway service sign We were on about earlier on We'll put that on Instagram Straight after the show I can confirm We're in Not Blackpool Andy The location mate Whitburn Whitburn Which is the Las Vegas Not Blackpool Of the North East don't know how long that's been the case. Uh, but I think I've just made that up. Today. He's just made that up. So if you didn't get today's location correct, um, that's not your fault. Andy's misfed your information, and uh, you've won a prize. Go and get yourself a McDonald's. Um, word of warning as well: if you're working in a bar, um, don't drink your own product. Um, well, it's probably not your product, but yeah, don't drink on shift. If you're doing any job, don't drink at shift because uh, disclaimer: you will get sacked. And keep your hands out the till. Yeah, happy days. Lovely. Thanks, guys. This is the jingle down. That's the fucking jingle up. <laughs> Still the jingle down. Hold on. It's been a pleasure. Um, 
We'll catch you next Sunday for another edition of Turn 30. Good night. Thanks, guys.